Father, we give you thanks and praise for this wonderful day you've given us, Lord, for this group of people that are here. Lord, to, to contemplate your word. Lord, fill us with your Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, we invite you into this place, Lord. I, Father, I empty myself, Lord, and, and just use me as a vessel, Father. Let your words be spoken and let mine decrease. Let the Holy Spirit and the teacher of truth increase. Father, bless our study tonight. Let us leave here today different than we came. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. Um, what we're starting a study on tonight, folks, is the Holy Spirit. And there's no way we're going to get to it all in one teaching. But we're going to try. No, I'm kidding. Uh, we're going we're gonna to basically uh, touch on several parts of, uh, of the Holy Spirit tonight, but we're certainly uh, not going to touch on all of it. It's going to be a few weeks of a study, and I would invite you to, uh, to listen to the study, to take it with you, to download it, carry it on your iPod, whatever, and really get this word into your spirit. It is so vitally important in the life of a believer that he know the authority and the power that he has in the Spirit of God, in the Holy Spirit. I mean, it's vitally important. So, let me just cut, on, cut down on my commentary and let's go ahead and open up our Bibles. Open up your Bibles to Luke chapter 3. And my lovely wife Alina is going to read. The, the verse that we're going to focus on is verse 16, but we want to start a little earlier so we can kind of get it in context. Now, while the people were in a state of expectation, and all were wondering in their hearts about John as to whether he might be the Christ, John answered and said to them all, As for me, I baptize you with the water, but one is coming who is mightier than I, and I am not fit to untie the thong of his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. So, Jesus is who he's talking about here. Of course. Someone's at the gate. Now, here, if you... Now, now turn with me, if you will. And we're going to do a lot of this tonight, so... <laughs> keep your Bible fingers nimble. Mm -hmm. Go ahead and turn with me, if you will, to John 14, 12. Jesus says, Truly, truly, I say to you, He who believes in me the wor and the works that I do, shall he, the believer, also do and greater works than these shall he again the believer do because I Jesus go to the father now as you saw before John the Baptist said that Jesus would baptize in fire and in the Holy Spirit right yes. and Jesus said that you the believer are going to do what he did and more you see mm -hmm. so now let's go to John 4 24 we're gonna move around a lot tonight God is spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Amen. Now, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me, right? Mm -hmm. But he's leaving. So he's going to leave us a comforter, which is the spirit of truth. Okay, so we need to worship in spirit and in truth. Now, who is this Holy Spirit we're talking about? <laughs> Go back to John 14. 
Go ahead and read for us, Alina, on 16 and 17. Okay, you want me to read it? Sure. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another helper, that he may be with you forever. That is the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it does not behold him or know him. But you know him because he abides with you and will be in you. Right. So, as you see, that the Spirit of truth abides in the believer. Now, when did this happen? Salvation. <laughs> when did this happen? Right. Salvation, salvation is exactly it. But there's a difference between the Spirit in and the Spirit upon and the Spirit with. Mm -hmm. Okay, now I'm going to give you a, a, an example here. Let's say you have a pitcher of water, right? And you have a glass next to it. And the, water, the pitcher is full of water. The pitcher represents the Spirit and the water in it. Okay? The vessel or the glass is... The, the believer or the non-believer first. The spirit with, right now we have the Holy Spirit with us in the world. That is basically, the, the Bible says that he is the restrainer. So there's a lot of weird stuff going on and have you noticed how it just kind of gets to the, almost to the edge of just ridiculous evilness <laughs> and then it just kind of stops? Well, it's because you've got the restrainer. The spirit is still controlling the situation. And how is he doing that? With that still, small voice wooing mankind and loving and ministering to mankind that they need to turn from this fleshly way and to give their lives to Jesus. Right? So, that is the Holy Spirit with the world. Then when you're born again, when you go through the born again experience, right? Then you receive the Spirit in you. Okay, and he and he gets into you. Go ahead and turn to First Corinthians chapter twelve, verse three. How do we know that we have the Holy Spirit? Therefore I make known to you that no one Speaking by the Spirit of God says Jesus is accursed. So if you've got some guy who claims he's a Christian and then he's saying bad stuff about Jesus, guess what? He's probably not a Christian. Okay? And no one can say Jesus is Lord except by what? By the Holy Spirit. You see what I'm saying? So now... How do we, the, the, the Holy Spirit manifests itself in several ways. Okay, in the life of just the believer, okay, we can see that we have the Holy Spirit by the fruits of the Spirit. And those are covered in Galatians 5.22. Okay, and those fruits, I mean, you guys have all heard this before. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, uh, gentleness, goodness, faith. All of these things are fruits of the Spirit. Okay, but when you're born in the Spirit or baptized in the Holy Spirit, that's a little different. Now, go ahead and, and, uh, and turn with me to 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 8 through 11. And Alina's going to go ahead and read that for us. Yeah, of course. Hold on. First Corinthians 12, who? Chapter 12, 8 through 11. 8 through 11. Yeah, I'm going to read it on there already. Sure. 
To one there is given through the Spirit the message of wisdom, to another the message of knowledge by means of the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healing by that one Spirit, to another miraculous powers, to another prophecy, to another distinguishing between spirits, to another speaking in different kinds of tongues, and to still another the interpretation of tongues. And eleven, oh, okay. Yeah, eleven. <laughs> All these are the work of one and the same Spirit, and He gives them to each one just as He determines. So that's fruits of the Spirit. No, that's no. Gifts, gifts of the gifts. Spirit, oh. right? And the gifts. fruits of the Spirit you see immediately. I mean, I mean, weren't you weren't you a lot nicer when you became a Christian? <laughs> you know, and we really walk this walk by faith, okay? And we're we're much kinder to other people. We're definitely gentler if the Spirit is in us, right? So these are the fruits. But when was the last time you laid hands on somebody and they got healed or, you know, or you, or you went up to somebody, thus saith the Lord, and you started telling them prophecy, you know. These are things that we can all flow in and that are promised to us by the Holy Spirit. So we all have the gifts. No, we all have the fruits okay. at this time. And we all have the Spirit, but we need to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. Okay, and the baptism of the Holy Spirit is done in several different ways. And we're going to go ahead and uh, we're going to cover those in a minute. Go in 1 Corinthians, again, go over to chapter 6, verse 19. Okay. Or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit, which is in you, which ye have, uh, which ye have had, uh, oops, <laughs> which ye had, what? Whom you have from God. From God, thank you. And you are not, you are not your own. So basically, of course, we all know that we were bought with a price and, mm -hmm. and, uh, and all that. But now you have the Holy Spirit in you and your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. That's important to know because people think that the Holy Spirit is like this wind, you know, and just kind of mysterious and you go into play, oh, brother, you need to, you need to experience the Holy Spirit. And, you know, it's true that when the Spirit comes upon you or starts to manifest itself, it is incredible, okay, and you can do awesome things, but it is not some mystery, you know, some weird wind blowing through the trees and all of a sudden, you know, you just, ooh, the Spirit is upon me. The Spirit is in you all the time, and the Holy Spirit is a person, and I can prove it. If you go to, where can we go here? Let's go to Ephesians chapter 4. I know that the Holy Spirit is a person because the Holy Spirit has feelings. And Jesus also called him he. If he wanted it to be an it, he would have said, I will send it. <laughs> and it will be a helper. But Jesus said he with a capital H. Okay, the Holy Spirit does have a personality, does have, you can grieve the Holy Spirit. You can upset the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And as you see here, it says, and do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God. In verse 30. Do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, whom ye, whom ye were sealed. <laughs> Tell them I'm not here. <laughs> Onto the day of redemption. 
Ephesians 4? No, it's, if, it's, uh, it's Ephesians 4.30. Oh, I, yeah. thought it was, I thought you said 4.3. No, no, Ephesians 4.30. No, 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 no. With whom you were sealed the day of your redemption. Yes, I got that. Yeah. That's when I mean, the glass was filled. We, we, uh, huh? The day the glass was filled. That's right. All right. I mean, Jesus, uh, David said in Psalm 51, and you don't need to turn there, take not thy, thy Holy Spirit from me. Amen. Okay, and that basically means that we can grieve the Holy Spirit in such a way that it just feels like he's not there. You know, so, and, and that's one of the things that we have to watch out in how we talk, how we act. You know, I mean, we may, of course, we, we need to be a good witness to other people, but, but what, what do you do when you're on your own? What are you doing when you're cruising the internet? What are you doing when you're driving in traffic and that person cuts you off, you know? What do you say to them? Do you bless them? <laughs> you know, and, and believe it or not, the Holy Spirit is there. Jesus said, I will send the Comforter to be with you. You can't just drop the Holy Spirit off in the corner and say, yo, man, I'm going to go do my thing over here and I'll pick you up in a little bit. You've got to, you know, remember that the Holy Spirit is with you in all of these things. So even if you haven't been baptized in the Holy Spirit, which is really just a, a whole new level of relationship with the Holy Spirit, you are still being witness to the Holy Spirit is still living in you and abiding in you and really you know wants to wants to deepen that relationship with you Jesus Jesus went to the Father and of course God is omnipotent God is everywhere but Jesus the person of Jesus went to the Father and he left the person of the Holy Spirit here with us and, and the beauty about the Holy Spirit is that the Holy Spirit can be everywhere at one time. That's a mystery. How can the Holy Spirit be a person, but how can it be everywhere? You know, I don't know. But that is a mystery and one that I, my, my, my puny little human brain certainly cannot, cannot uh, uh, understand or, or fathom. So, bapti baptism in the Holy Spirit. Who can do it? I mean, when you went to get baptized, you know, you went to, you went to church and, 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 uh, and, and, you know, you, you, you claim Jesus as your Savior, and the pastor got up one day and said, hey, we're going to meet at the beach on Saturday, and we're all going to get baptized. And, and uh, they had several people out there, and they were baptizing you. Did you guys know that you could baptize people yourself? Sure. How many people knew that? Jesus said, you do what I will do and more, for I go to the Father. Jesus baptized. John baptized Jesus. Jesus baptized not only in water, but in the Holy Spirit. The disciples, aren't we all not disciples of Jesus? Uh -huh. The disciples went throughout the land. Jesus said, go out and baptize them. Uh -huh. Right? So we have the right to baptize. And that's shown if you go to Matthew twenty-eight nineteen. Go ye therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them into the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So this is Jesus talking here. He, he, so when people say, well, you don't have the right to baptize because there's some religious uh, groups out there that say, well, you don't have the right to baptize anybody. You can pick up their own Bible and say to them, well, let's, let's, see, what, let's see what the Bible says. 
and I can prove that as well. There's, there's, uh, I have two different, two different places here in the book of Acts, and this is just uh, for your, for your, for your knowledge. In the, no, in the book of Acts, chapter ten, verse thirty-four. And opening his mouth, Peter said, "I most certainly understand now that God is not a respecter of persons, or does not show partiality." Which means that if you're a believer and you're out there baptizing people, I mean, that's, that's, that's what Jesus said to do. You don't need a pastor's permission to do that. You don't need anybody's permission to go out and baptize people into the Holy Spirit because, or, or into, into water for that matter. Everything in the kingdom, as we were talking about earlier, is appropriated by faith, right? Mm-hmm. When you got saved... Did, did anybody, did a particular person have to go and, 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 and no. did, did you say, wait, let me tell you about this. Oh, wait, let me go get my pastor. He's got he's to he's pray with you so you can get saved. No. no. Because as a believer, Jesus gave you what? The Great Commission, right? Mm-hmm. And the Great Commission includes going out and baptizing into the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Now, how does this happen? Of course, we know that when we baptize people, we baptize them in water, and you know, and it's a public symbol. We don't have to, though. Excuse me. We don't have to. We don't have to what? We don't have to baptize them in water in a public symbol. It could be right. a spiritual baptism. No, yeah. that's not correct. The Bible says to ba- no John. They they John baptize they, they in John three. It says to baptize them in water. Told Nicodemus. You must be born again of water. So it's not a, if you've not if you've not been baptized. I have twice. Yeah. Well, there you go. So you're okay. Oh, I know. I'm <laughs> yeah. okay. But no. But no. That, that is that is not correct. You must be baptized, and baptism is not a sprinkling. Baptism, bautizo, is an immersion into water and coming out, and it's it signifies the death of the old man and the birth of the new man. You see, and it's done publicly. So people can so people can kind of understand where you're where you're at. Where does that again, John? What? John chapter three, John three. right around verse five. It's, it's in yeah, it's five, five, six. Somebody, somebody, try and find it. Sure. What is a spiritual baptism? I've never heard that phrase before. What, what is it actually? Well, I mean, there's a lot of text ten. There's a lot of people, I believe that don't want to go and make a public appearance and be baptized. Oh, I feel sorry for Well, but see, that's, that's not spirit, that's not, that's not correct. Jesus said, if you are ashamed of me before men, I'll be ashamed of you before the oh, Father. Probably. If you deny me before men, I'll deny you before the Father. That's not yes. correct. We, we, as believers, we're called to make a public proclamation of our faith. John 3, 5. I did it twice, but yep. I mean, I... Let's go ahead and turn to John 3, 5. I'll read. Go ahead. This is good because I Amen. Says, this is what Bible study is all about. Nicodemus came to him at night. And the reason he came, Nicodemus came to him at night is... So nobody would say that. <laughs> right. It's I mean, true. basically that's true. I mean, it's yeah. true. It's true. It's exactly the reason why he came at night. It's like Nick at night. But, uh, <laughs> but I like I, that. Uh, verse um, 5, it says, Jesus answered, I tell you the truth, no one can enter the kingdom of God unless he is born of water and spirit. 
flesh gives birth to flesh, but spirit gives birth to spirit. That's correct. You should okay. be. So a person's on their deathbed, and they don't get the water baptism, and they accept Christ, where are they going? Well, no, no, that's not, that's not the point. I mean, the point is God will save who God's going to save. I mean, that not, we, we need to understand that, that the, first, the, the first principle goal, or the first principle of the faith walk is grace. I mean, I, I think that God is, is a bit understanding when somebody just accepts Jesus on their deathbed, and they're out of here. Oh, wait, no, you didn't get baptized, you're done. Yeah. Go burn for you know for eons and eons, buddy. No, I mean it, you know. We, we, but if you're if you are a walking, talking, you know, living, breathing, healthy believer, you are called to be baptized. You know, if not right after you get saved, shortly thereafter. Oh boy, I yeah. did a big study on this with another minister, and that's where I got. And he said it was okay, and that it was spiritual baptism. And I got to go back and get no. his teaching. And no baptism. There is a there is a baptism of the spirit, and we're talking about that today. And that is a different baptism. Okay, well, let's go ahead and turn. Let, let's go ahead and turn to John. Mm-hmm. You know what? I have John twenty and twenty two, and that's not uh, t- John twenty twenty two. This is the way that Jesus baptized people in the Holy Spirit. Now remember, you got to remember that Jesus is running around saving, you know, healing blind guys by spitting on mud and rubbing it in their eyes. Jesus is, you know, doing. So sometimes it seems a little strange the way that Jesus does it. Okay, or the way that, that Jesus is called. But just so you can see, there's, there's, there's a couple of different ways that we can do this. For example, here. 2022, right? Yep. I got it right here. And with that, he breathed on them and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. So he breathed on them or blew on them. And they received the Holy Spirit. Here's another place. Go to Acts chapter 8. Oh, yeah. Verse 15. Yeah, that's when they uh, descended on. Yes. 8.15, right? Yep, 8.15. 7.45. <laughs> when, they, when they arrived... Sure. When they arrived, they prayed for them that they, they might receive the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit had not yet come upon any of them. Right. So basically what you're looking at here is now you can pray for the Holy Spirit. I pray for the baptism in the Holy Spirit. Or, sister, I, I, I pray for the baptism of the Holy Spirit. That must be the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Okay. okay. And now... Acts 10, 44. Right? Now go, to, now go a little... Go, go over to Acts 8, 17. Then Peter and John placed their hands on them, and they received the Holy Spirit. Amen. Right. So now, here we've got, you can breathe on people. And if you haven't brushed your teeth this morning, that's not a good idea. They're, they're not going to be falling out in the Spirit. They're going to be falling out because you just knocked them out with your bad breath. Okay. You can pray for them, which means that you, know, you can pray with them, or you can tell them to pray. You know, ask for the, the baptism in the Holy Spirit. Or... 
you can lay hands on them and you can pass on the anointing that's on you. Do you guys, does everybody here understand that the anointing or that, that those are the gifts or the, 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 the power of God is, is the anointing and that it can be passed on to another person by the laying on of hands? Amen. Yeah. Okay, that also works in the negative, by the way. Yeah, absolutely, if you get the wrong person. If you get the wrong people laying hands on you, mm-hmm. you may pick up a little something, something you didn't want to get. Amen. <laughs> or even people praying for you. Yep. So you need to be very careful who is laying hands on you. That's right. But this is because it's a spiritual principle. And again, remember. Nothing physical happens. I don't lay my hands on somebody and all of a sudden something jumps out of my hand and jumps on it. It's a spiritual thing that happens through faith. And Jesus said, what you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven and what you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. So if I lay hands on Alina and I say, receive today the Holy Spirit by the laying on of hands and Alina believes that she receives it, Okay, she, guess what? She's going to have it. And she's going to start seeing the manifestations of the Holy Spirit in everything, in, you know, in her life. And those are, and, and those, of course, are the subject of our next teaching. But those are, the, those are the, the gifts that we spoke about earlier. Well, Mikey, I think by your explaining both of this, I think when I said spiritual baptism, then there are two baptisms. Water baptism... And baptism of the Holy Spirit. Correct. Okay. And, Very good. And actually, you've got three baptisms because yeah, it's, a, it's actually cleared yeah, up no. in, in Acts 10. When Peter was at Cornelius' house mm-hmm. and he was having a study just like this, the Holy Spirit came upon the study and everybody heard it in their own language. Right. Mm-hmm. They received the Spirit in tongues. Mm-hmm. You know, the and then he said, and then Peter at the end of the study says, Can anyone. Keep these people from being baptized with water. They have received the Holy Spirit just as we have. So he ordered that they all be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. That's right. There you go. Yep. So really, and the third baptism, of course, is by fire. <laughs> and the fire baptism is just basically your experiences. Amen. I mean, you know, what, what are your experiences? How do you handle your experiences. How do you ex- how do you handle the things that you go through? You know, some people come to the Lord and really think that it's going to be easy. Oh, you know, I'm a believer. Come on, dude, get the Holy Spirit. Your life is going to change and everything. Sometimes, sometimes your life gets worse before it gets better, doesn't it? That's a refiner's fire. You know, so, some people, amen. Some people don't understand. Yeah, some people, but but you know, it's so interesting because. I mean, listen, we're in a fallen world, folks. And, as, and, and, and in this fallen world, there will be trials. Jesus didn't say if there's trials. He said when there's trials. You know, but I will be with you. Can you imagine? Look at, look at what you go through today as a believer just in your life, just day to day. I'm not talking about you know, stuff you go through on Sunday or whatever. I'm talking about just the real life stuff. What would you have done? How many of you guys look back and say, man, how, how did I do it for so many years without the Holy Spirit, without Jesus? And this is where we really need to shine and we need to make people understand that, man, it's not about being religious, dude. You just don't understand that life is different when you're in the Lord. Things just don't seem to be as, you know, as 
important. It's just not one of those things where everything, oh my gosh, I don't know what's going to happen because I got this. Or, oh my gosh, I'm sick and I don't, you know what? It, it just doesn't matter anymore because we understand that A, we don't belong to ourselves and B, we're not in control. The biggest lie that the world thinks is that it's in control. Amen. And it's not. And unfortunately, if the enemy were to have his way, by the time the world figures out that it's not in control, it's going to be too late. Which is why it's so vitally important for us to go out and preach that gospel. Not only speak it, but live it. Live it. Make people look at you and go, man, what is it about that person you know, that makes them that way? I want that. That's right. I want that. You know, how did I just gripe at them how did I curse them out how did I how was I just so rude to them and they love me anyway they treat me this way or that way you know because believe me when somebody's rude to you guys the Bible says that the battle is not ours the battle is the Lord's and that Holy Spirit with will come in on your behalf and convict that person how many of you guys have ever been at work and your boss says something to you and you just kind of lower your head, you don't say nothing, you know, and your boss comes back and says later, you know, I'm really sorry I spoke to you that way or whatever. And you just kind of go back into the corner, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> you know, because the Holy Spirit, man, it convicts them. You know, sure and it convicts them. You know why? It convicts them in response to you not doing anything. But most, if most trials are a test, yeah, right? Yep. Well, it, it, they, they are. And, and the tests are not, it, it's not a test like you take at school to see how many you get wrong. Right. It's a test more in the way of that, that God wants you to learn, to, you know. To respond. It, it, yeah, it, it, it's, it's the exact reason that there's evil on the earth. If there were no evil on the earth, we wouldn't know what good was, would we? Exactly. I mean, Paul said, I never knew sin until the law. Right? So, it, it, and, and, and now, that I, now that I know the law, I know what sin is, basically. Yeah. You know, so the tests are basically there so that you can really test yourself. It's not, God knows what you're going to do before you even do it. Oh, yeah. You know, I got to keep reliving the same test over and over until I pass it. Once I realize, stop trying to figure it out for myself and just surrender it to the foot of the cross... It makes it a lot easier. Yeah. Our entire faith walk is about surrender. It, Jesus said, my yoke is light. Yes. Okay, and because my yoke is light, it's so simple. But the problem is that, of course, in ourselves, and, and, and you can't blame people when you really understand the magnitude of what God did on our behalf. When you really start to dig that and you really get that into your spirit, man, you, you just want to do everything. Lord, don't, don't you sit right there. Let me just do it all. And actually, God says, no. You sit right there and let me do it all. You know, Jesus said that he came to serve, not to be served. Isn't that amazing? The creator of the universe lowered himself from where he is and came to us to serve us while we were dead in our trespasses. That's so important for us to really understand. And it's a blessing to know that we can share this with other people. It's not something that's saved for a certain little few. And when we have the power of the Holy Spirit, folks, it just the, the relationship gets to be so much more. So much more. 
and we're going to talk more about it in our next in our next uh, in our next teaching. So let's pray. Father, we give you thanks and praise for our lesson today, Lord. Lord, that your spirit is here and that Jesus, even though you went to go prepare a place for us, you left us the comforter. And Holy Spirit, we give you thanks for who you are. And we pray for the baptism of the Holy Spirit to come on each and every one of the people hearing this lesson today. Make yourself real to them, Holy Spirit. Quicken them to understand that you're there to comfort them, to lead them, and to give them power in the Lord. To give them power in over everyday things. Holy Spirit, make yourself manifest. Glorify yourself in us, through us, in everything we do. We give you thanks and praise and we love you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.